When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Did you hear about the dirty Easter egg hunt? It was hosted by the Dust Bunny. Why can't you have a concert at the poultry farm? The chickens won't stop shouting free bird. If you're writing a mystery about a nose, make sure it ends with a really good snot twist. If you just read the bio for Dr. Steve, host of Weird Medicine on Sirius XM 103 and made popular by two really comedy shows, Opie and Anthony and Ron and Fez, you would have thought that this guy was, was a bit of a, you know, a, a clown. Why can't you give me the respect that I'm entitled to? I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave, an ultrasonic echographic and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for all my ailments, the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease. So I'm paging Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve. From the world-famous Carter Electric Network Studios, it's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal, Dr. Scott, the traditional Chinese medicine provider who gives me street cred with the wacko alternative ass hats. Hello, Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. And uh, we've got Tacey, my partner in all things. Hello, Tacey. What's up? up? This is a show for people. How you doing? How this you is, doing? <laughs> this is a show for people who would never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you've got a question, you're embarrassed to take your regular medical provider. If you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call. 347-766-4323. That's 347-POOHEAD. Follow us on Twitter at Weird Medicine or at DRScottWM. 
Visit our website at drsteve.com for podcasts, medical news, and stuff you can buy. Most importantly, we're not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show without talking it over with your health care provider. All right, Dr. Scott. Check out uh, stuff.drsteve.com. That's stuff.drsteve.com for all your shopping needs. Uh, yeah, tis the season. If you're going to shop at Amazon anyway, just go to stuff.drsteve.com. Why not? Why not? It really helps us out. You can click straight through to Amazon or you can scroll down. You can find the Dr. Steve mug, which we now have the good ones in stock with the <laughs> Bristol stool scale on there. If you bought one before, I will be sending you one of these as well. So there are limited inventory because now i got to make up for what the ones that we set out before. Uh, um, they were very nice, but these they had typos on them. So uh, this one is going to be better. Now my family is going to get all the the collector's edition versions. <laughs> <laughs> these are like the stamps where they put the airplane upside down and it's worth fifty thousand bucks or something per exactly. stamp. Exactly. These are you know. Uh, the collector's items, that's what I'll say. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, and uh, check out tweakedaudio.com. Offer code FLUID. I think the, the code still works. I don't know if we get anything from it, but you get 33% off the best earbuds on the price for the market. I mean, on the market for the price. And everybody needs a pair of those for Christmas. Yes, they do. And as uh, a matter of fact, who was I talking to the other day? I said, put your earbuds in. They said, I don't have any. So... Um, we probably need, one of our kids. It probably was. So we need to do that. And then uh, check out Dr. Scott's website, simplyherbals.net. We'll talk more about that in a minute. And then patreon.com slash weirdmedicine. Um, we, the Chad Zumach episode, I'm still editing it. I'm probably going to do that while Tacey's gone to Las Vegas this weekend. To the Las Vegas. Yeah, she's going to the Las, she's going to the Las Vegas. Maybe stop you know? off at the Walmart. And, uh, yep, you can go to the Walmart and get you some credit, but I sure hope you don't vomit. You might. Anyway, um, so patreon.com slash weird medicine. There will be none of that, what you just heard, but we did uh, do one with Chad Zumach, and uh, I'm editing that one now because it kind of (laughs) was wide-ranging, and you got somebody with ADHD interviewing somebody with ADHD. It's going to be a mess, so I I just want to make it make sense. And then, uh, you know, we had Pete Davidson. We've had uh, the Troika of Opie and Anthony. We've had Mark Norman, Bob Kelly, uh, and we've got more people coming. Joe List is coming. Uh, Kevin Brennan just agreed to do it. So we're going to have a bunch of good ones coming up. Good. So check that out. Patreon.com slash weird medicine. <clears throat> those never go on the YouTube channel. So that's the only place you can hear those. That way we can speak a little more freely. And then uh, right before the holidays, um, cam- uh, cameo.com slash weird medicine. I love doing those. They're cheap. I did one today. Uh, for somebody out while I was driving, and uh, it's very safe. And, uh, yeah, you may get the one where, you know, your old buddy makes that fatal mistake doing your cameo, and that might be worth something going for. All right, very good. Uh, check out Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net. That's simplyherbals.net. Good stocking stuffer is some um, what? Nasal, oh, nasal spray. Yeah, especially right now with, with all the crud in people's heads. I have been seeing people selling herbal, um, um, you know, doing ads for herbal things like 
uh, stress less and fatigue reprieve and stuff like that hmm. and doing live reads. Maybe we should do that for yours mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah, we can try that. Yeah, sure. anyway. 500 bucks an episode. That's there right. you go. Simply herbals.net. Check them out anyway. And uh, I'm. it is not Mr. Carter's birthday, nor is it Kinky Loco's anniversary, but what it is is the day that uh, Carter Electric sent us a... Um, um, a custom-made guitar. Oh, cool. This is true, and it's very nice. And it's amazing. And after the show, um, if you hang out with us on our YouTube channel, which, you know, it's, it's 20, I don't care, 20 people. I think we get 80, maybe, something like that. We ain't no Uncle Rico show, you know. <laughs> but uh, if right you um, hang out with us, then after the show, we horrify people by trying to play music. Yes. And uh, so we're going to be doing a country version of the uh, Cardiff, Cardiff Electric uh, podcast theme song. And uh, for people that don't know, um, Cardiff Electric uh, owns the network that we're on, and he also has a podcast of his own. He broadcasts as a potato and uh, interviews people like uh, Chad Zumok and uh, who else has he had on there? He had uh, Pat Dixon on there once, and he interviews them, and he's a potato hmm. and uh, a talking potato. But he's uh, actually, in real life, he's a brilliant person. And it he's used not a potato? To, no. And you, it, yeah, it's hard to play guitar, <laughs> you potato. know, as a potato. <laughs> um, but one of the things that um, he used to do when it first started and I'm just kind of pulling back that fourth wall just a little bit was uh, he was doing it to make me laugh Mm. (laughs) and now he's become huge and he's like everybody's Cardiff Electric and he's got his own uh, network and he has his own um, I don't uh, you know the YouTube channel where he makes thousands of dollars he's making more than we ever thought to make <clears throat> on super chats and stuff like that it's crazy but I just thought this was funny he has this theme song and uh, I don't know if I let me see if I can find the actual theme song to his show and then these guys this guy named Mean Doug was in a studio at Watchman Studios and they had a hair band in there and this guy it was like um like asylum suite uh, locally we have a yeah. hair band that's amazing and uh they had a, a vocalist who had some pipes on him and they had him do the current electric theme song so let me play the original theme song real quick if i can get it to play let's see here oh boy here we go yep yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. He's the guy all the yogurt. Let's get digital network. Oh, right on. All right. So this is the original theme song. Caught at the electric, the most famous <laughs> podcast in the world today. No. He does this in a very ironic way because he's not the most famous podcast in the world today. And, uh, you know, whenever he would be on another show, before he would speak, he would go theme song and he'd make them play this whole thing. And if he has guests on, he'll start the show and he'll make them sit through this whole this whole theme song. It it goes on for a minute or two. All right. Anyway, so that's the original theme song. And I just wanted to play you the hair metal one because I think it's entertaining. 
Listen to the pipes on this guy. Cause he's the guy that all the girls wanna be with. Oh, Carnival Electric, the most famous podcast in the world today. He's got great guests on his show, like Dr. Steve and some other people. So you get the idea anyway. Oh my and what's what is hilarious to me is that that last line is he's got great guests on his show like Dr. Steve and some other people. Because when he created that, I think at that time I was the only guest he'd ever had on his show. And uh, so now if they have someone doing a parody, they have to say my name in the show because that's in the war. <laughs> so. I just think it's funny. All right. Fuck both of you. Hey. Here, that's oh, wait a awesome. We got we got this um the caffeine's kicking in, thanks. That's fine, Cardiff. I love you, man. <laughs> hey, uh, we got uh this book in the mail, and I'm assuming there was no note or anything. I'm assuming they wanted us to talk about it on the show. And it is a field guides to men's health by Jesse N. Mills, MD. Eat right, stay fit, sleep well, and have great sex forever. So, Scott, will you please go to the Have Great Sex Forever section of this book? And when you find something, because it's a small book, it is just like a field guide. Okay. Um, let me know what you have to do to do that. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> it's probably um, put your penis in a you know a warm, moist place, and then go in, okay. in and out, in and out until stuff. I'm calling comes out. the hole on that one. <laughs> that's enough. Well, I'm assuming that's the mm-hmm. secret to having great sex, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a dude, <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. All right, really? <laughs> I think you uh, you, better, just, you better ask the boss. Well, maybe I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> maybe I'm doing it boss. wrong, man. I thought you were so anyway. All right, thank you, uh, Tacy, for. Uh, Putting a stop to that. <laughs> let's. Uh, I've got some phone calls here. Let's do these and uh, let's go. Um, oops. Uh oh. Sorry, Ronnie B. Let's try that again. Number one thing: don't take advice from some asshole on the radio. All right. Um, so Stacy Deloach was off the show for a while because he pulled a little prank on us. And uh, <laughs> un- not unlike Howard Stern, it's okay if you prank other people, but don't be pranking, you know, the host of the show. <laughs> and so he w- he was banned for a little while, and uh, but now he's pl- there's a pent-up demand. He's, re- he's redeemed himself. Yeah, there, he, there's pent-up demand for Stacey Deloach content. And so what this is is last week we had the quiz, with uh, Stacy, right? Well, he got turned on by that, and now he sent us like a million questions. I thought we'd just do them all cool. and get it, get more. But all of his questions They're are always, always good. good. They're always good, yeah. Um, you know, so, uh, okay, so let's do, um, uh, I think this is a good one. Okay, yeah, let's do this one. All right. This is actually not a Stacy. Hi, Dr. Steve, this is Phil from Tampa. I'm calling because I recently... Uh, okay, 
That was a teaser. We're going to do the Stacy questions in a minute, but this is a really good question. I'll say Stacy trying to hide his voice. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've been noticing that when I wake up in the middle of the night, either to go to the bathroom or just toss and turn, that my eyes are crazy dry to the point that they hurt when I open and close them. Yeah. Um, my mom always said that when I was a kid, I would sleep with my eyes open a little bit. Um, and I think that's what might cause it. But I'm just curious if there's anything like a drop you can put in your eye before you go to bed to try to prevent that. Or it's just kind of something you got to deal with. Uh, thanks so much. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Okay, Scott, do you know the name of this? If Lydia were here, uh, this, is, this is more of a allopathic a dry thing. eye syndrome. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, yes. Um, the actual name of the... Um, of the ter- of the problem is lagophthalmos. That's actually a name of. Okay, and uh, people sleep with their eyes open, usually doing to it to an issue relating to facial muscles, nerves, or skin around the eyelids. But some people just could do it because of anatomic or behavioral differences. And uh, it, those folks that have lagophthalmos, in other words, sleeping with their eyes open often have reduced sleep quality, and they may not sleep as long or as well due to the pain and discomfort caused by the eyes drying out throughout the night. Hmm. So when you have this, you really do need to see an ophthalmologist for it just to make sure that there isn't some weird thing going on uh, with your eyes. And if there isn't, you know, not an infection or some genetic thing or some weird thing with the muscles of your eye. And if... uh, you, you know, our friend John had had this, but he also had double vision with it. You know why? Because he had a thing called exophthalmos. Mm-hmm. Now, that's another exophthalmos can cause lagophthalmos. Mm-hmm. Exophthalmos is when your eyeballs pr- yeah, protrude more than they should. Turned out he had Graves' disease. Yep. And when you have Graves' disease and your eyeballs uh, stick out farther out of the orbits than they're supposed to, then it can cause the eyelid to have difficulty closing at night when they're fully relaxed. Sure. So we need to make sure that you don't have something like that going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, sleeping pills can cause it. Uh, heavy alcohol, you know, use. Antihistamines like might if they drive yeah, maybe. too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, there are moisture goggles that you can wear at night. They moisturize the eyes during your sleep. You can wear an eye mask that actually just presses down on the eyelids to keep them closed. Mm -hmm. And then uh, some doctors recommend an external eyelid weight. But again, you're going to want to get this from your ophthalmologist. Mm. And this weight attaches to the outside of the upper eyelids and it keeps them closed. Can you imagine? I've never heard of that. Yeah, it doesn't take much. Uh, Sometimes they'll just use surgical tape. Mm -hmm. Okay. But yeah, drops really won't be, you know, they... There are some drops that you could use. Basically, they're gels right. that you could put in the, uh, you know, put under the lower eyelid, and it'll kind of mush around, and that would keep things moist. But uh, really, the problem is keeping the eyelid closed. Mm-hmm. So the solution is closing the eyelid. So um, you know, they'll measure the space between your eyelids. They'll uh, you know measure the amount of force. That used to close the eyes when blinking. They've got all the ophthalmologists have all kinds of cool ass stuff. Mm-hmm. Some of them are optics, you know, lots of weird lenses and things that they can 
you know, look into your eye and make it look like a giant panorama in mm. front of them when they're looking. That's what, if you've ever had an ophthalmologist put that, um, uh, like a telescope on their eye, and then they've got another little circular thing that they hold in front of your eye. Mm-hmm. Um, that actually is, a, you know, a retina scope, and it allows them to look at your retina. And then when they see it, it looks like it's projected in front of them, big giant retina. Okay. And they can see all the blood vessels wow. and stuff. It's cool. They got all the really fun toys. Yeah. And they get to play with lasers and stuff like that. But they also have things for this, you know, they can measure the force required to close your eyelids and yeah, stuff. And did he say it's, it's, it's definitely from his eyelids not closing? Because yeah. if not... It, isn't that what he said I, there I at the end? Did he say that? Okay. It's not closing? Because I was just wondering. Because yeah, yeah, he, he could have autoimmune disorder. Bit, um, and I think that's what might cause it. Oh, is yeah. that when I was a kid, I would sleep with my eyes open. A little. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So if he was doing it when he was a kid, he's probably doing it now. The other thing is, is, you know, if he has a partner, they could just look at him, turn the, you know, get a flashlight out in the middle of the night and look at your eyes. Mm -hmm. See if there is a slit there where air is getting in under the, uh, yeah, drying it out. That'd be a really strange look to look over at somebody sleeping beside you. Well, Edgar Edgar Allan Poe did a story about that. Oh, did he? Yeah, it was the telltale heart. And he would go in and open up the slot to the thing and he would see the, you know, the, the uh, the blue eye looking at me and you know finally he killed the guy and stuck him under the oh spoiler sorry yeah, two hundred fifty year old story <laughs> and he buries him under the um, the um, the floor Don't give it away, and no. then the inspectors come yeah. but he can hear the heart beating but it's his guilt. And then finally, he's like, and he, he knows the inspectors are drinking their tea and they're pretending like they don't hear the heart, but they know mm. that he buried him under the floor. And then finally, he just says, okay, okay, I, I, I did, did it, it. I, I did, did it. it. <laughs> Dumbass. All you had to do is keep your mouth shut. So anyway. <laughs> We're talking. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right. Let's yeah, well, see here. That's a good question. That's a good question. Yep. Yeah. Hope he gets hey, that fixed. Hey. hey there we go. Of your body mass is made up. Of blood, weight-wise. There you go. That's a good one. Anybody have any idea? What is there? Five quarts. Oh well, see, Scott knows something. Times, times what? So how much? How much? How much would that be? Times. Well, just give me a percentage of body weight, and we're going to do this price of right rule. So if you okay, go over, I, I, you don't I would get it. say uh, per, we're, doing, we're doing percentage of body weight. Yeah, percentage of body weight. Prices right rules. I would say seven percent. Okay, Tacy. I'm going to go with, I was going to go with like 40. 40%. Yeah. Okay. She said 40. You can't. You can't you oh, can't. we're just she talking about back. blood, though, not <laughs> yeah, water, just, right? Just blood, right. Just blood. Right. Not water. Just blood. Just blood. Yeah. Just blood. Okay. Um, what'd you say, Scott? 7%. I'm going to go with 1%. Damn Steve. it. 1%? Yeah, because it's price of right rules. Okay, well, if, if you were doing she, price of right rules, then you would do 1% over him. Is oh, that what you're I saying? Thought, no. No, I thought I it was under. Right. Yeah, because yeah, no matter what, if I, I'll, I'll lose, if I could probably well, lose. See, if you think, so, okay, so if, if you're on price of right and you think that he's under and you go $1 over yeah. and you're both under, you're going to win because you'll be closer. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, you said 1%, yep. and he said 7 I mean, I have no idea. I know. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's just a guess, yeah. uh, it's, uh, was uh, 10%. So oh, Scott, Scott hey, wins yay. that one. So that's one point for Scott. Will you keep track of these, Scott, please? Oh, of course. I'm, I'm, I'm counting a bill. That's one bill for Scott. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. 
Give yourself a bill. Yeah, there's one for Scott. Let's see here. Um, this one I do not know, and we're going to have to probably calculate the hell out of this. So um, let's see here. Let's try this. One. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Quick question for you. On average, how much dust do you think your lungs inhale over a lifetime? Oh, how much dust? Thank you. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. I have no oh idea. Oh my gosh! How one. are you supposed to know that? Yeah, that's a good one because your your lungs are constantly clearing themselves. Mm-hmm. One way that we could figure this out is let's say on average 500 mL per breath, mm-hmm. right? So you do 500, and then we're going to have to figure that out um, in you know total mLs. If I had paper, it would be easier for me to do this. But 500 mLs per breath, and let's say an average of what? What do you want to say? 12 breaths an hour? say 10 for simple math. Okay, yeah. 10. Okay, so that would be 5,000 mLs an hour, right? No. 500 mLs per I'm breath. Not, yeah. And then 10 breaths per minute. Per minute, yeah, but not per hour, yeah. So be five. Sorry, per minute. Yeah, no, no. That's, sorry, that's sorry, sorry. It's 5,000 times. Five, yeah, 5,000 times 60. Yeah. So, okay, let's let Siri. It's 300 grand. E- Echo, what's okay, 5,000 times you 30? Lost me at Will you get some paper and write this down? I think 300 grand. I don't have a pen. I'm writing it down. By the way, you can thank the driver e- of your most Echo, recent delivery. Never mind. <laughs> Echo, what's 5,000 times 30? I just want to keep track of it. 150,000. Okay. So that's 150,000 mLs an hour, right? Let's just multiply yes, it by yes. how many instead of going through oh well, you know, a day and then a in a year and all that stuff, it's yeah. just how many how many hours is there in a human lifetime? Mm-hmm. Echo, how many hours is there in 70 years? 70 years is 613,200 hours. So 613, 613,000 times 150,000. Siri, or uh, Echo, what's 150,000 times 613,000? 150,000 times 613,000 is 91,950,000,000. 91,150,000,000. That's a lot. 150, oh, 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 oh. Okay, now. I say we just answer a lot. <laughs> a whole bunch. <laughs> so 91 shit billion shit mLs yeah. of air in Don't a lifetime. Now, what percentage, if we could figure out what percentage of air is dust, we could figure this out. Do they have what a golden percent? retriever? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, of air is dust. Well, let's just see if there's an answer. Oh, no, it is dust. So here we go. 1%. Okay. Carbon dioxide, water vapor, dust particles, and other gases can constitute 1% of air. So, oh, okay. So this should be easy. Uh, echo, what is 1% of 91 billion 150 million? One percent of ninety-one billion one hundred fifty million is nine hundred eleven million five hundred thousand. That's still a shitload of dust. That's, that's of the dust. answer. Yeah, yeah unless you answer. have gold retriever, then you can double it. Yeah, then you double there it. There you go. At least, at least. Thanks for throwing us a curveball on that one, Stacy. For God's sake, I thought, oh, this would be fun to calculate how much air you breathe in a lifetime. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. That's tough. That's a tough one. Good question, though. Good. Question. Yeah, very good. good. All right. Uh, let's see here. All right, let's try this one. Do you want to take a guess at how many different strokes?
strains of bacteria live in your belly button? Bye, Tacey. <laughs> I, I know the answer to this, so um, I won't answer it. But, Scott, you want to take a guess at that one? How many different strains of bacteria in your navel? Seven. Seven. Okay. Price is right rules, Tace. Oh, I'm going over. Okay. hundred. Oh, okay. Or you could just say eight. I quit. Eight. I quit. Let's I quit. do eight. Let's do eight. There you go. All right. Tacey Give yourself a bill. It's 2,300. Oh, uh, so Tacey's close. She would have won anyway. <laughs> <laughs> She's cheating. This ain't fair. I feel like I'm being tag team here. You are. In one um, study, 60 volunteers swabbed their navels. I'm not going to say belly button. They're umbilicuses. Umbilicus. Umbilicus. Researchers, researchers analyzed the samples and found more than 2,300 different kinds of bacteria. That's an average of 67 different kinds per belly button. So it's 2,300 over 60 volunteers, and it's actually 67. You were still one, taste. So Yeah, right. you don't want either way, damn it. How about that? <laughs> she gets a bill. She gets a bill. Yeah. I oh, yeah. one bill, you get a bill. Give yeah. yourself a bill. Yours gets an asterisk. Yours has an asterisk. All right. Let's see here. Um, okay. Oh, can okay. Here's a good one. How many different flavors can the human tongue decipher? Ooh. There's a little bit of debate on this one. Yeah. But it's going to surprise you. Bye, Tacey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with the universally accepted basic tastes. Okay. Okay. So I'll give you one would be sweet. So sure. just go with those and see if you can get them all. Scott? Okay, so if one's sweet. Mm-hmm, so that's one. So we, I mean, just the, 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 the area of the tongue is, what, five. But he's talking about... Yeah, well, what are the tastes, though? Sweet, sour, um, mm-hmm. bitter. Mm-hmm. Um, Salt? Yes. Acrid? No. Sweet, sour. That'd be sour. Bitter, yeah. Bitter. bitter and sour would be acrid, is, right? Yeah, acrid, okay, yeah. Um, you guys are missing one. And it's and it's one that we were not taught in grade school. Yeah, I don't know. But they, but Uncle Roger talks about it every single show. It's MSG, the king of flavor. And that, that uh, yes, that's mm. right. And then what does that cause? What taste does that uh, stimulate? So salty? It's umami. That's... The answer is, the answer is... Umami. Umami? Yep. No, we were not talking about the Nope. We wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah, so umami is kind of a new, uh, newly, I, you know, identified taste bud uh, or, you know, basic taste, and it's basically the taste of meat, you know, sort of hearty, hardiness is, would be umami. Now, you could also add cool and hot into there as well. But what amazes me is that from all of this, you can then take someone with a really good palate mm-hmm. and you could give them, say, a creme brulee and they'll say, well, yes, well, this has orange zest and, um, you know, a little bit of uh, cognac in it or okay. something like that. You know, it is the, the human uh, ability to discern taste is unbelievable. Yeah. So it's not just the tongue. Some of it is done with the olfactory nerves. Right, that's the right. Smeller, yeah. The yeah. So if you uh, shut down your smell you might be able to still say, well, that thing is salty and maybe that thing might be sour, but it's very difficult. And uh, just try it sometime. We used to do this well, when I we think, were kids. Well, I think a lot of folks that had the COVID. Yep. Yeah, yeah, lost they it. know it without they me it having me, yeah. to tell them. They know it for sure. But, uh, yeah, if you uh, just uh, plug your nose 
and then try to uh, uh, discern tastes, it's very difficult to do. Are you seeing that with newer strains of COVID? No, I'm not. Okay. I haven't seen any at all. Now, there may be some out there. And so the people who are listening, if you had a recent strain of COVID and you lost your sense of taste, you know, yeah, that was smell, just... I would like to know about it because we're not seeing any of that. No, I only saw it in the very first strain yep. the, the, when we had the big, huge first rush of COVID. Yeah. <clears throat> It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. All right. All right. Anything? Is it umami? Uh, wasn't isn't that a, a spice or, uh, that the Japanese use a lot to flavor their foods, like a mushroom? Well, it is. Uh, like a, mushroom has umami. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Because I know I'd heard of that in Iron Chef. That's my favorite show, Iron Chef. <laughs> Iron Chef. Iron Chef. When they kill the live stuff. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so awful. It is awful, but it's a, that's a great show. So, um, is it still on? Umami. It, yeah, it's a new version, it's a new though. Version. It's different people and yeah. stuff. It used to be so it's much fun. Yeah, it's different. Umami uh, is, uh, is defined as savoriness. Mm-hmm. It's one of the five basic, ta- basic tastes. It's described as savory. Consistent of broths and cooked meats. Hmm. Why not just say that? Yeah. Okay, so I get another bill because well, I said five. I should get a bill. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I so was it in the question. What oh. are the five basic tastes? Oh, I you thought you said how many. Yeah, yeah. People taste oh, umami through taste receptors that. that typically respond to that. glutamates. He's changing, he's changing the rules. He's changed it. <laughs> okay, listen. <laughs> People taste umami through taste receptors that typically respond to glutamates and nucleotides. That are widely present in meat broths and fermented products, which is why uh, MSG is monosodium glutamate. It adds umami to foods. Oh, okay. And that's when Tacey started noticing that my stir fry was better was when I bought a big thing of the king of flavor and uh, started putting MSG in there. And now all of a sudden you could really tell a huge difference. Because yeah, I'll use, I'll use like umami like the, that you could buy it. The fancy grocery stores you just squeeze into the yeah well that might be a it might be a brand name it's yeah it's it's like I think but I think it's like a fermented mushroom okay I think is what it is yeah foods that have strong umami flavor include meats shellfish fish including fish sauce and preserved fish such as Maldive fish uh, katsuobushi sardines and anchovies tomatoes mushrooms yay hydrolyzed vegetable protein meat extract yeast extract. Cheeses and soy sauce. So I do like me a good mushroom. Oh, I do too. Yeah, buddy. Now, it is a loan word from Japanese, and umami is translated as pleasant, savory taste. Cool. There you go. That's well, good what stuff. What do you think of that? I love it. All right, very interesting. I love to eat. Now I'm hungry. I love me some meat. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, here's a question about hydrogen peroxide. You know something about uh, wound care, Dr. Scott. We can probably take this one. Oh, my goodness. That's another one. I didn't know it was safe. <laughs> Quick questions for you. It's all right. A little bit weird one here. Yeah. Hydrogen peroxide. Yeah. Now, understand it's, of course, good for debris a wound because it bubbles and pushes stuff up and out. But is it any good for long-term care of a wound? Because I read a study where it is actually not that good for right. you. Right, right. So just curious what your opinion was. We used to use it Bye, all. Bye, <laughs> Bye. We used to use it all the time. Right. And uh, then studies came out that said we we're actually delaying healing by using hydrogen peroxide. Yeah, it starts to break down the tissue a little bit. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't let it heal that, back as quickly. It seems to be the yeah. case. So it seems like it does something because when you put it on, it burns yeah. good and then it foams up. It seems like it's doing something. What it's really doing is reacting with peroxidase uh, enzymes in white blood cells that are coming there to, to help. try to help, and right. you're messing them up. So... Um, what we recommend is to lavage with saline um, or sterile water rather than with um, hydrogen peroxide. So no hydrogen peroxide, not, not even wounds. at the no, beginning. Not for wounds, yeah, when, no. no, you use, no. use a, You can get like in the in the surgical suites. You know, we've got little spray things where you can spray mm. and and debride a, or, or lavage a wound with uh, saline, mm. but you can get a little, you know, just a squeeze bottle mm-hmm. and put saline in that, they've sterile got, saline. And they've got great little um, over-the-counter things with the saline wound, sprays yeah. for wound care now. Yeah. 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 Um, it's so cheap. Saline really, really is so well. cheap, and they'll package it in the stuff and then yeah. get like a 10,000% markup. Yeah. Good for them. I mean, yeah. you know what the But it hell. works. Yeah. And, and at least that way you know you're getting kind of the right amount of yeah. saline. We could do a whole thing on just basic you know, wound first care. aid and wound yeah. care and stuff. We yeah, wanted we were, to. We were going to do a show on on stretching. Remember, a couple of weeks ago, we had a couple of good questions, questions on stretching. On stretching, we need to stretching. Uh, yeah, on stretching and back pain and hamstring length and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, we need to get back into that. Do we? It is the holidays. Okay. Come, well. come, come, come! First in the year, everybody's going to. I be do know that exercising by That's not true. by not yeah. stretching, I tore muscles in the back of my leg trying to jog because mm-hmm. my kid was. Cross country <laughs> racing and it looked like fun. Oh my god! Like, How many years ago? God, that was that was. He well, was he in was, middle school. Yeah, he was in middle middle school and he was oh killing god, it. He that. was in eighth grade. I remember that. Yep. And uh, he was destroying. Mm-hmm. He was so and he'd puke every single time mm-hmm. and he just was driven to do it every single time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's when you were you came up with one of your crazy inventions about the the. The drink that you were going to give him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we were going to do that with the uh, hyperphysics folks. Yep, yep. 
Richard and Shatai and their hyperphysics, F-I-Z-Z-I-C-S, the uh, uh, energy drink for nerds. And uh, we were going to work out a pre and post drink for exercise because I did a lot of research on arginine and stuff like that. But anyway, um, yeah, so let's not use hydrogen peroxide. Just use lavage a wound, clean it. Uh, Best you can with saline or, yeah, just soap and water. water, And then, uh, you know, if you can see meat under there, go to the emergency room and make sure you're up to date on your tetanus shot. There's nothing worse than uh, getting tetanus in 2022. Uh, I've only seen one case in my career. It was an elderly person uh, uh, who got tetanus and uh, had never been vaccinated ever. Wow. So I'm not sure that... Anyone that's got the basic first three has ever gotten tetanus, but we still should get it every 10 years. And if you don't know if you've gotten it, just when you turn 20 or 30, you know, 20, get it on the decades. Okay. You know, so uh, I've got mine. I had got mine when I was 60. I'll get, you know, if I live that long, I'll get another one when I'm 70. Every I'll years. get mine with my Shingrix shot. <laughs> there you go. There you I go. can't wait for that. Yeah, you're not even close to that age yet. No. So uh, so close. <laughs> yeah, Tacey's older than she looks. Yes. Which is good. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Just a quick little Wait question. a minute. Oh, you just about. said I was older what? than I look. That's oh, good. Right? That's good. That is good. Yeah, okay, okay, never mind. Oh, yeah, no, no. Don't, Continue. It, it was Continue. definitely a compliment. I was impressed. Continue. Well, that's because you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just looking out for insults. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Sorry. Just a quick little question. Something I've been curious about. I should have said that you look younger than you actually are. That would have been a better way to say it, right? Either way's fine. Okay. I just don't. Yeah, but you know she's going to hear what she hears. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty that's much. True. That's pretty much. You know that. <laughs> At that's least that's true. how it is. Well, the world. queen of the double bind. <laughs> She'll give you two ties for Christmas, and then you wear one the next day. And Why she's didn't like, you well, wear you the did, other one? You didn't like the other one. <laughs> right. What well, you... is the purpose of the uvula? They're on the back of your throat. Okay, okay well, I don't know what a uvula is, but the, Why not just. That's what they say in Chinese. Yeah. I taste yeah. it. I got you. He, he may be asking, what is a uvula? <laughs> so that's the Palatine uvula. And uh, not if you, well, I had a Star Wars joke and it just went out the window. But a Palatine <laughs> uvula means at the end of the palate, the soft palate, little piece of tissue that hangs down in the back of your mouth and every once in a while when you get a weird virus stupid thing will enlarge and then hang down the back of your throat have you ever had that mm-hmm. i had it once mm-hmm. oh that was awful and you could feel it touching the you know your tongue yeah you just feel like you're going to gag all the had time big white blobs on it oh yeah Ugh, gross if you have actually <laughs> if you have exudate actually on the uvula itself that can be a sign of uh, diphtheria, which we don't really Ooh. see anymore. But hmm. if you're looking diphtheria. in someone's throat and they've got white patches on the uvula, that would be a sign of diphtheria. But uh, people don't know why we have uvula. Um, I, I think that um, it, it has something to do with the gag reflex, for sure. If you touch that damn thing, you know, oh, yeah. the, your, your palate will contract and you kind of gag. And... Um, uh, some people think that just because it's swinging back there, it keeps food and stuff from from uh, going up your nose. That it, it it's a it's kind of a counterweight for the for the palate 
a ah. soft pallet in the back to okay. hold it down. Right on. Because otherwise it would just flap around, yep. right? Yep. So the uvula is just like, it's like putting a little, I don't know, I put a weight on, a my, weight, ham, on my ham radio lower. antenna to yeah. keep it, you know, ground, you know. To, when fish I put and it, lure. Yeah, put yeah. a little weight on there. Yeah, like, like that. make it sink fat, yeah. Yes, yes, just yes, make yes, it stay yes, down, yes. Yeah. There you go. So anyway, um, now this article says your uvula is also part of your gag reflex, so I'll give myself Give a, yourself a bill! When something touches this area of your soft palate, it induces gagging or vomiting. Mm. <laughs> I don't like to vomit. No, thanks, man. Me Think man. of it as a safety feature. If your uvula senses something's going down the wrong way, it course corrects in an effort to avoid choking. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay, what are some interesting fun facts about uvulas? Oh, gosh, Ugh. I can't wait to hear. I love Carl from WATP says there's no such thing as fun facts. They're facts. <laughs> They're not fun. I agree with him. I, mm. And I agree with him, too. Um, but anyway, so here's a fact about the uvula. It means little grape in Latin. And only humans have uvulas. And no surprise, you can live without it. Hmm. So we've had people that have had their soft palate taken away. Of course, they have trouble when they drink milk or something like that. It comes out their nose. Mm-hmm. Anyway, how about that? Isn't that wild? All right. You got any stories? Because I'm kind of, I'm out of everything. We've got 20 minutes left to go. Come up with something. Come up with <laughs> I'm something. I'm just kidding. I, believe, I have, no, I believe I have uh, questions going back for decades. You don't have anything? Okay. Well, yeah. Tacey, here's one for taste, you. Yeah. You can okay. find one while we're here. Hey, Dr. Steve, how are you? See if anybody in the exam um, has it. Good. Oh, um, I had a question. Oh, my goodness. About... Wait, she addressed She that actually to me. did what she was supposed to. I know, and, and I messed it up. It. I'm sorry. Just like everyone. Hey, Dr. Steve, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Oh, excellent. Um, I had a question about <coughs> if you had any opinions or if you've done any research on um, the uh, diabetes medication that they're using for weight loss, like the shots, Manjaro, and uh, I forget what the other ones are called. But anyway, would love to hear your input. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Okay. So there's um, Ozempic. These are all trade names, by the way. So uh, there's Manjaro. There's Ozempic. What's the other one? Um, it starts with a V. Wasn't there one that started with a V? Anyway. Um, this, this was a There's dr- Bietta. Okay. And then there's... Um, they're all GLP-1 inhibitors, aren't they? I believe you are correct. So Now, I am only speaking from a patient perspective as yes. per usual. Okay. But I take so many medicines, I'm actually pretty good at it. Okay. Well, let's hear it then because, you know, it's a radio show and people are... You know what? Just You just shut up. Hold on. <laughs> what are you doing? I was looking up all of them. Oh, okay. No, just talk about your experience. Okay, so it. I've taken them all. All of them, because I have PCOS, and um, I lost, when Bietta came out, I lost a ton of weight on it. So let's talk about what PCOS is, because you just threw that Polycystic out there. ovarian syndrome. Okay. And, and, it, and that causes? Um, weight gain and insulin resistance. And, it, and also infertility. Infertility. So, you had so a lot of people pregnant. have a very hard time having children. Steve and I did, but we are fortunate enough to have two. Yeah, yeah, we looked out on that one. Which is why we don't have any money. Anyway, (laughs) so other than that, um, I've been on literally all all of them. And this new one came out, Monjaro, and um, it's a little bit different. 
It's like if you've been on one. It's terzepatide, if you want to really know. Okay. Yeah. So it's like if you've been on one and you switch to the other, you're not going to get as much of a response. Yeah. You have to wait a couple of years in between to get a response. Mm. And um, this Monjaro man, I'm telling you what, when you up a dose, yeah. you just don't want to eat. Yeah. Okay. Just not hungry at all. I'm down. Um, I've been on. I mean, the weight loss is slow, but it is there. Yeah. Because um, I'm not really watching what I'm eating. I'm watching the quantity of what I eat, which is just the medicine doing that. Yeah. Been on it three months, down 15 pounds. Excellent. That's right. pretty dang good. Actually, it's probably a little bit more than that. I keep forgetting to weigh myself, but. Um, Oops, and wait, and that's my, the wrong one. That's wait, funny. Wait, wait, yeah. How, wait, how much Make did fun you of your say? fat wife, huh? <laughs> Shut up. How much did you say you lost? Uh, about three months, 15 pounds. You are a liar, actress. Go the f out. <laughs> okay, sorry. okay Thank that you, is funny. Yeah, you you got to do that. No, um, Davide. So 15, so that's five pounds, um, five pounds a month, right? Which so that I'm would be very happy with, but 60 I, pounds in, in a year. I know people now, who have to, been on it, who've never taken any of these medicines before. Yep. And their first try was, um, was Manjaro and, and they're down 50 pounds in like, I'm telling you no time. Yeah. So our Christmas lunch, which, which is a bunch of old drug reps that we all used to work for the same company and we've every single one of us been laid off. We're all going to go and have Christmas lunch and we're all going to be about 15 to 20 pounds at least thinner, probably 30 on average Yeah. at our Christmas lunch this year. And nobody will be eating. We're all on it and nobody's going to eat anything. Right. Does, right. does, do those medications give you um, stomach pain or gastric pain or make you have Heartburn Diary. is a big, a big okay? side effect, okay. and if you eat too much on some of them, um, you might just throw your guts, guts up. Right. Yeah, Amanda's got a question here. She was asking if, if um, some of these medications call, cause genital eating bacteria. That's um, those are the other ones. So okay. I know what she's talking Good about. Question. I here. do not. So there, uh, Fournier's gangrene is what she's talking yeah. about, and uh, that that's a different class. So. The drugs that we're talking about now are GLP-1 inhibitors. What these things do is they mimic the action of a hormone called glucagon-like peptide 1. And when the blood sugar levels start to rise after you eat, these drugs stimulate the body to produce more insulin. And the extra insulin helps to lower uh, blood sugar levels. But um, nobody really knows why they lead to weight loss. But when they were testing these on people for diabetes, what they noticed was for the terzepatide, which is the one that we're talking about now, the Mongero, they had 22% reduction in body weight. Mm, that's significant. I think lower gastric emptying yes. is, is a big deal with it. Yeah, maybe. It may be. Now, the ones that, um, and Tacey, I want you to talk about that a little bit more in a second, but I want to get out the Fournier gangrene thing uh, that Amanda was talking about in the waiting room. Um, these are the sodium glucose co-transporter 2. Those are SGLT2 inhibitors, which are also diabetes medications. And I believe the way that those things work is they cause you to uh, you know, secrete more glucose, which kind of makes sense. Um, there are, uh, let me see, real-world evidence on SGL, 
T2 inhibitors and risk of Fournier's gangrene. This is in British Medical Journal of uh, Open Journal of Diabetes Research and Care. It says, um, uh, well, here, look at this. This one, uh, so it says they've been associated with increased occurrence of Fournier's gangrene. By the way, don't Google image Fournier's gangrene. No. I mean, okay. I've been just throwing that word out because I don't want to dwell on it too much, but basically your genitals slough off. It's not good. It's a rare, serious form of necrotizing fasciitis. And then there was a warning from the Food and Drug Administration. So now they did real-world evidence on this to validate the warning, and they identified 211,000 initiators. Uh, and uh, let's see. Um, let me look at the numbers here. There, uh, they said no evidence of increased risk of Fournier's gangrene was associated with the SGLT2 uh, compared with DPP4I, arguably the most relevant clinical comparison. Uh, uncertainty remains based on potentially higher risk in the broader comparison with all non-SGLT2 anti-glycemic agents and the rarity of, of Fournier's gangrene. So what they're saying is the numbers are so low, they didn't see a, um, uh, a correlation, but... Uh, what they're implying by this is that the numbers were so low that their study didn't have enough power okay. to to say that there really was that there is no uh, uh, association. So you know the FDA people would give them a hard time. This is they issued this warning based on just some limited data because they don't want something bad to happen to people. There are also in yeah, all the ahead. commercials yeah. they talk about thyroid cancer. Yes. What? Not necessarily causing it. I don't. I don't really. Yeah, that you're not supposed to take it if you have if a history of um, yeah. multiple endocrine neoplasia disorder and so. I, I asked. I you, killed my thyroid a long time ago. So I, I asked you really that one a long time that. ago, Tace, is because mm -hmm. Tace has some knowledge on this subject of what yeah. the association yeah. was. I still can't really find a, a good mechanism for why these things are a problem with thyroid yeah. disease. But, but, um, but if you have thyroid disease, you, you have to watch it. Don't just go it. to some knucklehead who's prescribing this stuff. You want to go somewhere where they're going to you know, do all the proper screening and make sure that they're treating you safely with these medications if you're going yeah. to do that. So some of the um, <clears throat> options you have are Trulicity. That's weekly. Okay. You've got um, this one I've never heard of, um, Bajurion Bisas, that is also is that? weekly. Okay. Bayetta, twice daily. It's an older one. Ozempic is weekly. Oh, yeah. I see that uh, by Durian. That sounds like one of the... That uh, is the new version of Bayetta. Yeah, okay. So by Durian sounds like one of the... Um, um, Dragons from Game, okay, game nerd. of Thrones. It sounds, it sounds okay, like a, a music mode. Nerd, nerd, nerd. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, yeah, so the Bidurian mode. Bidurian mode. Ozempic is weekly. Victosa <laughs> and Saxenda is daily. Yeah. I've never heard of this one. Um, Adlixin, that's daily. Hmm. And then Rebelsis, which is not an injection. It is. It should be taken by mouth. Right. It's actually a really good one, too. I took it for a while, and I did not have any side effects. But some of the side effects are nausea. And heartburn. That's what I hear most. Fatigue. Because, listen, all my friends are on this stuff. Yeah. Every single dang one of them. And it's like, oh, my heartburn's crazy today. And so. Yeah. 
Well, if you've got bad heartburn, the last thing you want to do is eat something, is put something in your stomach. So, But that's just a horrible way to lose weight, I think. <laughs> hey, we're women. We'll do it. Whatever we <laughs> is have that to what do. it is? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. So we're not advocating the use of these medications. Uh, as always, talk to your health care provider. Yes. And don't go to some knucklehead that's selling this stuff on the street. That's crazy. And uh, because these are real, this is a real medication. I mean, it has yeah, real and they, effects. They kind of are hard to get on um, insurance sometimes. But if you've got something like PCOS or if you are a diabetic or pre-diabetic, it's a lot easier. You just have to have a physician or a practitioner that's willing to actually do a prior authorization yep. for it. And well, if you don't, maybe you need to find yourself another one. Well, there you go. Well, thank you, There Tate. you go. I found uh, a, a um, question on here that I labeled back in November 16th. Don't know what the hell it is, but it's labeled. I labeled it how to piss correctly. Oh, so let's see what this tries. <laughs> hey, Dr. Steve and crew. Uh, hey, I wanted hey. to ask you about Sorry. Um, at the end of one of your last episodes, you said... You were going to talk about uh, stage fright and urinating for men. Oh. And you had the answer to it. I do. And I couldn't find it anywhere in the next episode. Oh, God. So that was November 16th. That, was, that must be 2016. <laughs> oh, I don't think it was Sorry. November of 2022. We've had people just sitting there waiting. <laughs> they just wait and wait, yeah. and so you don't answer them. I was wondering if you could cover that for us. Absolutely. Men with stage fright. Yes. Every time I've had it since I was a kid. Me too. Every time I try to urinate and somebody walks into the bathroom. Oh, it, uh, yeah. When I'm. I have walked out of bathrooms and just said, oh, to hell with it. And Steve still can't needed pee to in piss. the ocean. No. Okay, that's true, but that's a different thing. Here, let's. I won't. There is urinal. Shrinkage. It, uh, <laughs> everything just stops. Right? Yeah. So having a shy bladder sucks. And I do have a shy bladder in the ocean. I don't want to contaminate the ocean, I guess, with my urine, unlike these women who get up and they're <laughs> drinking and, and they just get up. Oh, let's go into the ocean. And they just stand there for like a couple of minutes and then they turn around and come back. And it's like, what Gosh, are they doing? wonder what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's all up and down. It's all up and down. And I mean, I know the ocean is full of fish piss and fish, yeah. you know, feces and 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 you know every time you drink a drink there's at least one molecule statistically of Magellan's piss in there yes which is more of a thing about i mean a more of a concept about diffusion and just the insane number of molecules of water in every glass of water but uh yeah so here's the thing and i got a minute and maybe we could go a little bit longer but this is what you do you stand, you go into the urinal when your bladder is absolutely full. That's the first thing, the first few times. Then what you're going to do is you're going to take a deep breath, and then you're going to exhale it two-thirds of the way, and then hold it. And when you're doing that, you're imagining this fluid level going from the top of your head down through your abdomen. And most of the time... That will open up the floodgates. You'll have to practice this. The other thing that you can do is do um, math in, in your head. Or you. what I used to do is look at the, um, the brand name 
on the urinal and start to make words out of the letters. Mm-hmm. And when you distract yourself like that, you can go. But the I can now, after using this technique of exhaling two-thirds of the breath and holding it, and imagining that fluid level decreasing, I can piss in the busiest bathroom. People can come in and out. Somebody can piss next to me, look over, and look at my junk and go, hmm, not bad. You have a, you have a quite youthful you know, appearance. Here we go. And it, I, won't have, I can still continue to just make the biggest dream you've ever seen. So it works for you, every Steve. time. And I tried to get on Howard Stern to talk to him about it because he has a horrible shared bladder. Of course, now he doesn't go anywhere, so it doesn't matter. No, nope. um, but he used to complain about that bitterly, and uh, it just never worked out that I called in about that particular thing because he never talked about it long enough for me to text Shuli, "Hey, I could talk to this." Mm. Shuli would go to Baba Booey, Baba Booey would say okay, and then Brent would call me. Mm. You know, it was a big process. Well, it sounded like a process, yeah. Yeah. So oh, well. that's our son. Let's see if he has anything interesting to say for the show. I'm sure he's hungry. Beck, you are on Weird Medicine. Oh, okay. I forgot you're doing that. Okay. That's I was okay. Just wondering why you called me earlier. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't, I don't remember. He doesn't remember either. <laughs> okay. Good All talk. Right. Yep. Yeah. Good you. talk, buddy. Love you, buddy. <laughs> All right. I'll see you. Bye. <laughs> um, why did I call him? It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Um, so do we have anything in the waiting room, Dr. Scott, before we go? Yeah, two things real quick. Okay. Um, Darren Parker, I guess, emailed a video question about his dream memories. Ooh, yep. really? And he, Colin. Wait, um, he, he he emailed it to me? He said he emailed in a video question yesterday. He emailed. Okay, in, let's see if I can find yeah, it. Yeah. Or he could just ask it now. Yeah. Hey, and give me give me the email you want. Colin Carnes has a great question. But I, I, our email need... is drsteve202 gotcha. at gmail.com. But you just can sure. yeah. just go to drsteve.com and click contact. Okay. And uh, let me see here. I do not see anything from, oh, Darren Parker. There it is. Okay, dream question. You want to do it? Let's do it. And then we'll wrap it up. We gotta get, it's okay. late. Is it? It's 10 after 6. Oh, for fuck's sake. What's your bedtime? It's my bedtime. i got to be at the airport at 6 in the morning. Oh, I have mm-hmm. to take you. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Here we go. Now I have to download this. What in the hell, Darren? Save it for next week. Save it for a rainy day. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here it is. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, this is cool. This is from, uh, from uh, the movie Inception. Hey, Dr. Steve. Hey, Dr. Scott. Hey, Tacey. Oh, thank this you. This is your old pal, Darren. I had a question about dreams. Okay. I am a very vivid dreamer, and my dreams stay with me for sometimes yeah. a couple days, and then it, it, like, affects my <laughs> real life. Yep. And it made me think, are there any differences between a memory from a dream and a memory from your real life? That's is if fascinating. I can recall a dream from 20 years ago that really fucked me up. Yep. How is that any different not. than any other memory I have that fucked me up? It's stored. Thanks, big fan. Hey, thanks, man. It's stored exactly the same way, if you remember it. So, But you can usually tell the difference between a dream uh, and there is some switch in your head that says this was a dream and this wasn't. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, Tacey would get up and she'd say, well, you were mean to me my dream. And she'd be mad at me for all day. Damn it, Tell Tacey. me I'm lying. I think that's one of your other wives. You think? Okay, Damn it, Tacey. Yes, I believe be, so because I'm be not right. cray-cray like that. <laughs> 
Well, I remember. Chick, please. <laughs> What's the matter, Scott? You uncomfortable? <laughs> Are you not? Are it's you not? Light. It's getting light. <laughs> okay. No, I, I'm pretty sure that was you, but no, it's okay. It wasn't. We'll say it was the other one. I love it. We'll say it was the crazy one. I love it. Which, which one? Yeah. 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 Well, no, no one wasn't. Got, yeah, one one. I'm not saying which one. <laughs> no, hell no. Don't make it worse. Now, uh, vivid dreams are usually not a cause for concern. People don't understand why some people have them and other people don't. But uh, if you have nightmares, those are vivid dreams that are frightening. That's all that is. So you can have vivid dreams, and then you can have frightening vivid dreams, and we call those nightmares. And uh, you know, what's the last nightmare you had, Tace? I, I can remember the last nightmare I had. And I don't think your hypnopompic ones count, but if you want to talk about that. They're the worst ones. Yeah. I think they count. Um, seems like that I didn't have a very pleasant dream last night, but I don't remember it. Okay. So, no, I'm not having that problem. But those hypnopompic ones, yeah, so, no, I'll she never w- forget those. Wake no, up and someone never. was laying on top of her and she couldn't move. And then she'd hear footsteps or running patting away. my feet. Yeah, little baby feet uh, running away from the bed. It was so creepy. It's so Jesus, like a Japanese uh, horror movie. It was. Yeah. My last nightmare was that I, I think I murdered somebody, and then I just went and just did stuff, but I knew I was going to get caught. And I nice. felt, no, it was bad. Might as well just go do stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, that wasn't very nice, no. Yeah, and I uh, and I knew I was going to get caught, and the web was getting closer and closer. But I was still trying to put on that facade that I was a good person. What about you, Scott? Nightmares? Had I was doing some work at the house. Actually, I had one the other night. I had we, hey, you call in with your uh, nightmares. Yeah. I was doing oh, some Jesus, work at the house, and it's the worst radio. And actually had and actually had a, a, a dream slash nightmare that night that, that my brother, who was a contractor, um, Todd, yeah, um, he and I were building a house and. But we didn't put the nails in the frame when we framed it, oh. and all of a sudden it started collapsing. My other brother David, who's your age, you know, mm-hmm. he's getting ready to turn fifty. Um, we're all trying to hold it up with with our hammers, and it's just collapsing all over. It's like get get out, oh, yeah. get out! It was a huge house. I don't know how we did it, but yeah, yeah, it was that's all. That's a last. Did you get out? a crazy dream? Oh, it was awful. Or yeah, did we, it yeah, did we, it end before? No, we no we we got out and then it just went. Come. Have you ever died in a dream? I have. Oh, yeah, Lord, yeah. Have you? Yeah. You see, they always say, oh, if you die in your dream, you die in real life. I'm here to say that's bullshit. Yeah, right. I fell out of a plane and died. I hit the ground, and it sucked. <laughs> That'll leave a mark. Now, um, I never have sex dreams. I have dreams where I'm getting ready to have sex, and then right when it's time for that to happen, then, it, then I wake up. The only exception to that, and Tacey, I didn't tell you about this, Uh was I did have a sex dream, and I completed the transaction. I mean, I actually was having intercourse, and it was with my wife. I was dreaming about Tacey. Whatever. So if I dream about somebody else, I can't do it. But if I'm dreaming about her, then then the one time that I had a sex dream. I was having intercourse with the person that I could have intercourse with if she so chose to let me do that. So anyway, um, if you want to stop your vivid dreams, practice good sleep hygiene and cultivate peace of mind. People with higher scores on measures of peace of mind are more likely to have positive dream content. And uh, one way to do that would be to consider using the trip app. I'm, I know I'm always talking about that, but if you want, if, if, if you can't um, meditate on your own and you need some help, get an Oculus. It's fun. You get all kinds of games on there. And then get the trip app and do the calm 
module for 10 minutes before you go to bed, and that'll put a stop to some of this stuff. I'm going to bet. I, I can't guarantee that, but I, I feel like it would have a positive impact on that. All right. Feels All right. good. Anybody got anything else? Nope. nope. Okay. Thanks for sending that in. I think that's fascinating. Dreams fascinate me, just like language does, because it's just one of those things that we experience. We don't know where it comes from. It seems awfully real. And uh, there is theater of the absurd that's going on, and we just accept it. Why can't we upset, accept absurdity in our real life? But in my dream, I can accept that Paris has been in my backyard this whole time, but I... We never noticed. Never noticed, and I always had to get on a damn plane and fly across the ocean. Never did, though. When we could have just walked into our backyard to go to the Eiffel Tower. And that's completely absurd, but totally accepted in my dream. People skating on, you know, ice skating on linoleum. It's like, well, I didn't know you could do that. It's because you can't. <laughs> but in my dreams, you can't. My best friend, Bruce Donahue, from high school, was skating around in our, uh, uh, in our old living room, in our old um, um, kitchen on ice skates. <laughs> Look what I can do. Anyway, all right. Well, let's get out of here. You ready to get okay, out? Okay, I'm ready. All right. Don't forget to check out stuff.drsteve.com. Check out Dr. Scott's website, simplyherbals.net simplyherbals.net listen to our Sirius XM show on the Faction Talk channel Sirius XM channel 103 Saturdays at 7pm Eastern Sunday at 6pm Eastern on demand and other times at Jim McClure's pleasure and uh, many thanks to our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy come hang out with us on YouTube usually uh, I don't know when we're going to be doing these now we may be doing them on Saturdays for a while like at one o'clock because his schedule is it's just nuts. so effed and i'm just I, it, it'll be a better show if we could do it on saturday so i could do five minutes of show prep mm-hmm. you know they give me time to work do some work too yeah 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 and tacy <laughs> not me yeah, nope. okay tacy <laughs> get, get, get tacy wake up <clears throat> twelve fifty. and then you could yeah if we do it at one o'clock then that would give you 10 minutes to get started with the drinking mm-hmm. there you go <laughs> Brush your teeth, start drinking. You do look really good, Tace, you can tell. Thanks. Yeah, that's a great shirt that you're wearing there, too, because it draws Thanks. attention to... Um, it doesn't... Your, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's to so your bad. TTGR. Until next time, check your stupid nuts for lumps, quit smoking, get off your asses, and get some exercise. We'll see you in one week. One week. For the next edition of Weird Medicine. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye, Thank everyone. You guys.